some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... Lives on! We gonna bang your are now listening to Music Mania, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here are your hosts, the twins of chaos, Clint Schweitzer and Paul Lagana. Well, thanks everyone for joining us here on yet another edition of the Music Mania podcast. Clint Schweitzer with Paul Lagana as always, and we are getting ready to welcome our special guest, which is Wednesday 13. Paul, one of my favorite artists since I saw uh, the video, really, to I Walked With a Zombie back on his 2005 album, uh, Transylvania 90210. Uh, I've just been a fan of his blend of horror, punk, rock, metal. Really enjoyed that. Like, he's just got this thing down, obviously influenced by guys like Alice Cooper. Um, you know, of course, sang for the Murder Dolls on two albums, and that's a band that gets talked about to this day. So Wednesday 13, new album coming out, Condolences. You've got to love this. Uh, it's really dark stuff. This is pretty straight ahead yeah. metal that sort of, um, you know, goes off his last album. Monsters of the Universe is sort of uh, in that vein. But man, Wednesday 13 has been around. He's done it. Great guy. Great image. I'm just a huge fan of this band. That's right. And they, they have a loyal following, Clint. I mean, it might not be for everybody, but I'll tell you what, uh, Wednesday 13 uh, he is a musician first and foremost i think yeah he above is. all the horror and all that other stuff he is a very accomplished musician yeah man. very good musician very good songwriter you're right there is kind of a niche fan base that uh wednesday 13 has that's got to be cool just growing up you know you love horror movies you love hard rock you just sort of mix it together and you're able to do what you love for a living and go out there and do it he's got a built-in crowd um you know he's not ever going to achieve commercial success you know with songs you know about uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween and Friday the 13th but hey uh, it's right. really hit a crowd it's hit a nerve and uh, these last two albums have been less campy less pop poppy less punky and more straight ahead metal and I think that's where he's most comfortable and condolences is no different um, wish him all the that's success right. I mean he's doing doing his thing and it's been a couple years since we've talked to him so I'm excited to bring him back on absolutely Clint and the best part about him I think actually is he, I share a birthday with the guy man that's August insane. 12th how about that? Believe that? What does that say about all that? This is some freaky stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm 11 years older than him, but I'll tell you what. Uh, That's awesome. You I know, didn't know that. No, seriously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so again, uh, I can't wait to talk to him about uh, everything he's been doing now and what he's done in the past with Murder Dolls. So. Well, I'll tell you what. It is our pleasure to go ahead and welcome our special guest this week, Mr. Wednesday 13. Wednesday, um, I know you guys are getting ready to head out on yet another tour. How's everything going in your universe, my man? Crazy, crazy busy. Uh, but, it's, but it's a good crazy busy. Things are uh, getting really busy with the new album coming out next month. And uh, yeah, things are things have not been as busy as it's ever but I, I can uh, remember back in the past, so uh, it's, a, it's a good time for us. Yeah, busy is a good thing. And I tell you, the album you're talking about is Condolences, and it comes out um, on June 2nd. Talk a little bit about Condolences and kind of the process behind it, because to me it seems like kind of a natural progression from your last album, Monsters of the Universe. This just seems kind of a natural progression from that. It's still very dark and very straight ahead, kind of metal sounding. Just kind of talk about the process of it and uh, kind of how you're expecting it to be received, I guess. Yeah, I, for me, I, I I think it's just a natural progression of what the last record, Monsters, was. And this is, to me, it feels like this was the next step 
Uh, however, um, I know there are people that probably haven't listened to us in quite some time. And if you have, if you haven't listened to Wednesday Thirteen since Fang Bang, and then you hear this, this could be quite a shock to you. Um, you know, but uh, but yeah, the, the the process is just for me. It's just been like like you said, it's a natural natural progression for the music. But uh, but we definitely wanted to to try to up it up from the last record. I wanted I wanted it to be heavier than Monsters. I wanted to take that up and. And production-wise, too, that's why we went with Zeus to produce it and mix the record. And, and uh, so, yeah, it was just something that we wanted to, uh, it was a, a thought-out kind of process of making this next, the next step for, for Wednesday 13. Absolutely, Wednesday. And as you said, you have been busy. Uh, you recently completed a, a unplugged, un, I'm sorry, a, a unplugged undead tour, I believe. Is that, uh, yeah. What was the reception like from that for fans? Uh, and uh, how did they receive that stripped-down version? It's a it's it's a really cool uh, just a just a intimate kind of just evening with Wednesday Thirteen acoustic show. Um, it's something I tried a few years ago in the UK and it went over great. And uh, I had a little bit of time because I knew the record wasn't coming out till till June, so I didn't want to sit home for the, all these months waiting. So I thought, well, this is the downtime. I can I can do the acoustic tour, and uh, it went over great. We did uh, we did thirty five shows uh, over. Uh, the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Scotland, and uh, and Australia from January to March. And uh, so after doing after doing thirty five acoustic shows, I I I put that acoustic guitar in the closet. I don't want to see it again for like another year. I'm ready to hear loud guitars, drums, and all of that. So uh, acoustic acoustic's fun, but not acoustic for three months. Absolutely, but hey, it was it was a cool deal. I think the fans really enjoyed it from yeah. what I heard, and um, you know, all good on that. Yeah. And you're talking about, you know, back to condolences. This is your seventh album, and I think what's cool. I mean, clearly each previous album, you know, it had kind of a distinct theme and sound. I mean, do you do you think that your music has evolved naturally, or do you kind of have a plan on how you want it to go um, from album to album? Because you usually do about one album every two years or so. That's kind of been your mo. Yes. You know, I, I think what I've learned over the years is any time that I've ever had this thought-out plan of something, oh, it's got to be exactly like this, it never turns out that way. It just, I just think it's just more natural just to just to go in and just do just do what comes out naturally. Like, all these songs and condolences were songs that we wrote sitting in a room, just the band. We basically spent three weeks, just we wake up every day, and our goal was to write a song a day while we were there. And we had nothing else to do but basically wake up and work on a song. We spent six, seven hours working on a working on a song and uh, just trying to make it be the be the be the best song that, that we could. So uh, that's kind of how, how how we think about things. And it's just uh, you know just just we, we try to we try to fine tune it and then uh, but, but but without just you know overthinking it. Absolutely, and you've been able to create a very loyal fan base over the years, Wednesday. Uh, how gratifying is it for you to know that uh, you've been able to sustain a career making music the way you want to do it, man? It's uh, it's it's, it's awesome, man. It's uh, I've been very fortunate to to have have this and and uh, do what I do because I don't think what I do is you know it's definitely not normal. It's not made for radio. It's not a it's just uh, what I do is what I what I do, and to know I've got fans like all over the world. I'm able to go tour all over the world, and people are excited, and they can't wait to hear new music. It's uh, it, it's it's great. It's the same thing with me when I was growing up. Uh, music was was what I went to to escape real life, and I and I had my favorite bands like Alice Cooper and Motley Crue and Twisted Sister and Wasp and all these bands that 
you know, that was my escape. And, you know, whenever I met those guys, I would tell them, you, you know, you, you, you changed my life. And now I meet people telling me the same thing. That's extremely cool, especially, like, you seem to be kind of forged from the same cloth as me. Like, you obviously grew up a huge fan of rock music, horror movies, pop culture in general. I mean, at what point did you realize that you could, like, put together a vision that would kind of see you making a living incorporating these childhood obsessions? Because, you know, I grew up liking a lot of the same things you did, and I loved Hulk Hogan, I but I, never in my life did I find a way to put it together like hey i could be a wrestler and play rock music and be in a horror movie <laughs> you were able to do that like wh at what point did you realize you could actually make a living doing all these things that you love so much um i think whenever whenever i uh it was it was murder dolls i mean the frankenstein drag queen stuff you know i was still struggling playing weekend gigs and things like that and then uh you know and and i i couldn't support myself and my family for you know off, off those kind of gigs like that so when Murder Dolls came out and and we we only had a tour for this a short time for like this little under a year we, we toured for that first record but just the response we got around the world like the UK was 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 just silly I mean it was it was ridiculous and then I when I seen that and realized we could do that I'm like all right this is a this could this could work so that's why when Murder Dolls went on hiatus I was just like after that first album I was like I'm not going to sit here and go back to that day job this, the ball's rolling let's keep it rolling so I kept Wednesday that's why I started Wednesday 13 and to keep to keep that going and luckily I did because here we are on album number 7 absolutely and uh, speaking of murder dolls uh, you mentioned in a recent interview that you may be getting back uh, with that uh, in 2019 uh, does it surprise you that the fans are so adamant uh, demanding that you guys uh, get this project back together yeah it's it's cool man it definitely uh it, it definitely speaks for itself i mean uh it wasn't just a side project like everyone kind of thought it would be i mean it it's people love that band you know I and mean, anytime they hear any rumblings of it doing something they're they're excited again and uh what i basically said in the interview is is you know, something i've been just saying for for all the years like i i still haven't spoke to joey since our last show in 2011 nobody has in the band has spoke to him um and then he did an interview recently and someone asked him about Murder Dolls and he said he was really proud of what we did and that he would be up for doing another record. And then my response was, that's really cool to hear him say that. Um, you know, I'd be up for doing Murder Dolls in the future, but it would be in the future because right now this new record's coming out. I've got touring. I know he's got stuff coming up. So I was like, the only time I could see that it would be time to do something would be like in 2019. That'd be the, the time to, if it was going to happen, to make, make something happen then. Well, uh, you know, and, and I know you're such a fan of music, and, you know, as I just kind of look on it as a fan myself, back, you know, starting um, with 2016, I mean, th th the fact that you lose so many of your heroes, and we're getting to that time where, like, you know, growing up in a time where um, seeing these bands past their prime, but, like, you look at, you know, the, I, I started 2016 watching Motley Crue's last concert in L.A., uh, I, I went to Twisted right. Sisters last show in South Dakota, you know, several months back. We had Lemmy from Motorhead dying. You had this whole kind of year and a half of just like this realization that this is just not going to last forever. And the, the question is like, who who rises from the ashes of these bands? And I think Wednesday 13 is one of those bands that can do that. But did you have similar thoughts to that? Just like my heroes are just not going to be here forever. I mean, it's kind of a sobering feeling, isn't it? It sucks. That's, that's what this whole record's about. That's what the title condolences is because of just just observing that, you know, it's like, you know, when I, when, 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 when Bowie died and Gene Wilder died, it was just like, 
no. Yeah. They're they're not they're not that's not supposed to happen. Willy Wonka and Starman is not don't, they don't go away. <laughs> you know, and uh you know, that was kind of that was when I was going, Wow, it's and then uh, you know and then I'm going, Wow, it's turn you know, I'm forty now too. It's like I'm not gonna how long am I gonna be here? <laughs> you know, it's just uh yeah, it's crazy, man, just getting older. But that's I think that's why I surround myself with all the stuff I grew up with, all my crazy toys and stuff I collect, it just keeps me it keeps me surrounded and keeps me young. So it's like no matter how older I how old I get, I still don't feel like I've grown up yet. Do you find that's important? Because I've heard Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden say the same thing. Like the minute you lose kind of being a 15 year old or you know a kid that you lose all of that you just you lose it as you grow older things happen you lose people people around you pass away you just have new leases on life you get married you have kids you do all these things but if you lose that part of you that loved all the things you like growing up to me that you're it's over for you you know what i mean and that's obviously something you've been able to keep that you've been able to keep very much going and nostalgia is a powerful thing you know yeah it is it is but uh yeah, so the, the title, Cabela's, I just got it just, that's what this record is, the title track, and uh, try to just capture this, the, uh, the the death in the air, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, sad but true, and that's a great title, and great album cover, and uh, from Nuclear Blast Records, this is a new venture for you, just kind of talk about joining up Nuclear Blast, and we've had nothing but great, uh, you know, workings with them, uh, just what seems like a really good label for you, uh, maybe this is kind of the label for you guys going ahead, I mean, kind of how did you get going with them? Well, we uh, we recorded the record uh, last summer, and we didn't have the deal in place. So we wasn't even speaking with anyone at all. We just basically, I knew I wanted to record a new record, and I wanted to put a new record out this year sometime. So I called up Zeus uh, to produce it, and, and we worked out a deal, and we went and recorded the record with him over, uh, over uh, the whole month of August. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, when the record was done, then I was like, okay, how am I going to release this? You know, I've been self-releasing this stuff over the years. Do I want to do that again, or do I want to try to go for a label? And when I flipped the coin, I was like, oh, <laughs> I want to go for a label. And uh, so when it came, when it comes to labels, the very first one that came to mind was was Nuclear Blast. Yeah. That was I had my eye on it, and luckily I had a contact there with with uh, with Monty Connor being the being my A&R guy there and being the, the president dude there. He's just uh, he. Uh, you know, he's, he worked Murder Dolls records. He did, uh, he did the Transylvania records. So I knew him from back then. And I knew he was there at Nuclear Blast. And when you look at Nuclear Blast's roster, it's just ridiculous. I mean, they've got everybody. Slayer, Lamb of God, Machine Head. It's just all these cool bands. And, uh, so I'm like, all right, well, you know, I've been doing this self-releasing thing. I want to, I want to change it up. Let's, let's see what happens. If you're doing a label, I want to get in front of more people. So I hit up Monty and, and said, check out the record. And, and we were we were playing, we were on tour. We went through New York City and he came and saw the band. And he thought the show was great. He loved the record and we kept talking and we worked it out. He, he signed us. So uh, so yeah, it, it, it worked out great. It's just, uh, and it was it was so cool to, 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 to get to this point because like I said, we put so much work into that record and to finally get it on a, on a label. And Nuclear Blast has been so awesome so far like they have just been kicking ass like uh, with everything promoting the record like I just filmed the third video yesterday and uh, we're filming the fourth video uh, a week from this Sunday so there'll be four videos out when the record comes out 
that's huge. You see that a lot now. I mean, Metallica pretty much released a video for every song on their album. It's just funny. You, you know, uh, someone that I'm, you know, around younger kids a lot. Now we say, well, you know, what do you know about this band? Like, oh yeah, I watched that on YouTube. I saw that. Listen to that song on YouTube. This is kind of crazy, isn't it? Taking back to yeah. buying freaking Kiss Alive in a record store on vinyl. I mean, this is, this is different, isn't it? Yeah, man, it's 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 really cool. Like that was something I that I when we did the deal when, when I uh, with Nuclear Blast, that was something I really wanted to make sure that was part of the deal. I was like, you know, I haven't did videos in so long, and we're such a visual band. It's just we we gotta we gotta get on that train of doing videos, and uh, so that's why I wanted I wanted to make sure we we did all these all these videos, and that's not all we're gonna do. We're just doing like there's four before by the time the record comes yeah. out, I'm planning to do several more as the record goes on. So. uh so yeah, I just think that's cool, and, and and so far every video is super different, and every song is super different from each other too. Like uh, the the first single, "What the Night Brings," is uh, is is a heavier kind of darker song, but the second single is more of a rock and roll kind of song, I guess, compared to that. So uh, the record's got a lot of diversity to it, and uh, we're just really really happy with it, and so excited it's finally coming out well you know when i saw you'd sign a nuclear blast i was really excited for the band really excited for them to have you and the only other label out there that i was like maybe this could have worked is metal blade only because i had this weird dream of you and lizzie borden touring together that's just me i'm weird i i don't know i'm (laughs) (laughs) but uh i'll tell you what wednesday before we let you go we got our final four drum roll which is uh, four quick questions and you just give us whatever comes to mind all right all right wednesday first question here uh, what is your favorite heavy metal song that's featured in a horror movie? Favorite heavy metal song featured in a horror movie? That would have to be uh, Fast Way. Yeah. Trick or Treat track. Oh. That was a. Uh, I just watched Trick or Treat the other day. That was still a, such a cool. And that soundtrack kicks ass, too. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, oh. yeah, the Trick or Treat song. That's yeah. a great one. I was going to say Gimme Gimme Bloodshed uh, from Night of the Demons, but I mean, I don't know. No, that's well, just me. I, uh, no, but, I, can, I can't use myself. <laughs> that, that's a good honorable mention. Mine's uh, probably a Hard Rock Summer from Friday the 13th 6 from Alice Cooper. I don't know why that never made it on the Constrictor album. That's kind of my second question here on the Final Four drum roll is yeah. better hair metal Alice Cooper album, Constrictor, Raise Your Fist and Yell, or uh, Trash or Hey Stupid? Which one of those four? I would pick, honestly, I... I have to go with Hey Stupid. Ooh, I would um, not have got, I would not have thought that. Okay. You know that's it's, it's weird. Uh, it's I don't know what it's. Hey Stupid has a lot of songs on that record. It just sounds to me like they didn't really know what to do. They were like they had the, the, the success from Trash, and then Hey Stupid was like there's a lot of really cool songs like toward the end of that record are just like they're great songs. Yeah. And, uh, so, so yeah, so it's just a. Uh, I would have to pick that, and plus that was a real. I remember, I remember the summer that that record came out. I remember getting that record, and I was out of school and just soaking it in and listening to it. So that one's a that one's got a little sentimental value to me as well. No doubt about that. Uh, number three, what was the first album you remember buying with your own mon- your own money? That's a good. That's a good question. I've never had any money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the first one you stole, then. I mean, either, either or. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I, I, I want to say like the first, the first uh, two cassettes that I got because I basically just had a lot of like, uh, like recordings. Like my brother had vinyl, and they, I would like make, uh, make copies of the songs uh, off of that. So I remember like one of the first kind of when I started getting like cassettes. I want to say maybe I got Iron Maiden uh, Live After Death. 
Ooh. I remember I traded like a G.I. Joe or something in school <laughs> this month before because I thought the album cover looked cool. Um, so, uh, that, and then I also remember, uh, remember my mom taking me to uh, to the store, and, and I remember buying uh, Poison, Look What the Bat, uh, Look What the Bat's Track. Yeah, <laughs> that's your own song, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, probably two girls, 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 remember getting that on cassette, and I was really young, too. Hey, awesome. And uh, last one, I added this late because I wasn't sure until I did some research that you were a Wasp fan or not. I found out that you are, in fact. So what is your favorite Wasp album from Blackie Lawless and the Boys? You know, it's weird. I don't normally like live records, but Live in the Raw is my favorite Wasp release ah, from that time. Long I, Beach I, Arena, I yeah. I, I love that. If I had to pick a studio album, it would be Last Command, but I like Live in the Raw because Live in the Raw also had that had at the very end it had the scream until you like it track from Ghoulies two would be my other second song as being another yes Ghoulies two oh. Wednesday we would get along too well my man I'll tell you what next time you're, I think uh, you guys are not coming through Kansas City we might come up to see you in St. Louis you're on this tour when you guys get back to the States because I know you're heading off uh, to the UK for a little bit to Europe hey man uh, can't thank yeah. you enough for taking the time and talking to us about this new album we're really excited for it really excited uh, to get this thing out June 2nd guys the website officialwednesday13.com and you can follow them on Twitter at officialwid13 W-E-D that's right. And I wanted to add one extra thing there, Wednesday. Uh, you and I share a birthday, even though you're about 11 years younger than me. Uh, August 12th, my man. That's awesome. I'm in some good company Uh-oh. then. That's right. Hey. Who's in the house? Hey, awesome. Oh, hey. Wednesday- <laughs> yeah, get the t- yeah, absolutely. Oh, that scares no doubt, me a little bit. Man. No doubt. Hey, thank you so much, oh. Wednesday. Let's catch up soon. We'll, uh, we'll do another round of uh, 80s uh, hair metal trivia in your tour bus next time you roll through, my man. For sure. We'll probably see you probably uh, in September. Hey, sounds great. Absolutely. We'll make it happen. Thanks so much. Awesome, man. We'll see you soon. All right, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.